0: What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Reed Knows Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe if you are new. This is a place where we talk all about NBA basketball. So if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And I don't know how we're a month away from preseason basketball starting, and I have not dedicated a video to the Milwaukee Bucks since the day they won the championship. So um, this is the What's Next series where we talk about what's next about your favorite team. So let's talk about what's next for the defending NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. And I want to highlight... they signed Tremont Waters today, a former Boston Celtics player, a short king. Uh, shout out to Tremont for getting another job. And the Bucks add another player to the roster. Who knows how much you know, playing time he'll get if he gets much at all. But there should be you know, some opportunity there for him potentially. And I think the Bucs offseason was kind of intriguing because the big loss was losing P.J. Tucker. And I think that... That is a tough... I mean, I don't think. I know that's a tough loss. That is a very tough loss. He played a critical role to them winning the championship last season. Um, You think about that midseason trade getting him you know, to Milwaukee for basically nothing that they gave up. I think they gave up DJ Augustine to maybe like a second-round pick. That was a big-time addition, and especially when Dante DiVincenzo went down. PJ was able to step into the starting lineup and play amazing basketball. He was guarding Kevin Durant as good as I've seen You know, a player do so in a very long time. And, you know, he played, you know, just unselfish, as unselfish as they come. That's how P.J. Tucker plays. I said multiple times every game where he only takes one shot. He'll be 0 for 1, but he'll play 40 minutes. He'll play amazing defense. He'll rebound the ball at a decent rate for his size. And just, you know, all our effort and hustle plays all over the court. That's going to be a tough loss to replace. But let's get into some of the additions that they made that could potentially make up for that in a way. Uh, let's start with. The players that they added, you know, in the front court around P.J.'s position, bringing in Ronnie Hood, I think, brings a little more of an offensive punch. Um, it's It's been tough to see Rodney Hood, you know, because before he had the Achilles injury, he was playing some of the best basketball of his career when he was in Portland. And then the Achilles injury took him out. And I think, you know, it takes a little time for a player to really fully recover from an Achilles injury, unless you're Kevin Durant, who's just um, an anomaly when it comes to that injury. But I think Rodney Hood, hopefully he'll be able to you know, bounce back this season and, you know, you know, play some really good basketball. And the good thing is, like, there's not going to be a lot of pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks because, you know, you already have guys like Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. And, you know, Rodney Hood is going to be expected to come in, you know, play some quality minutes, knock down some shots, play some good defense. So I think that was a very good underrated move. Another one that didn't really get talked about a lot, and who knows how important it will be, but I, I think on paper it could be, very important, And this could be not the P.J. Tucker replacement, but somebody that can come in and provide, you know, a few things that P.J. Tucker did. And I think Sammy Ojale can do that for this team. Um Being a Celtics fan, I watched, you know, Ojale for the last, I think, like four or five seasons. He's been a, he was in Boston for a while and he does similar things to P.J. Tucker, just not nearly as good as P.J. Tucker, especially when I think when it comes to perimeter defense, when guarding the elites of the elites. But he's somebody who's a fire hydrant. He can knock down the corner three. Um, he's a you know very good positional defender. Uh, he's probably not somebody that's going to throw on KD or anything like that, like PJ Tucker was. But I think in certain situations he can guard some guys you know very well. Um, he used to be the guy that they would put on Giannis at you know critical times in games. And even though it's tough to stop Giannis, he's somebody that you know st- was able to stay in front of Giannis and you know cut off some you know driving lanes. Very underrated defender, I would say. And I think this is a you know low key signing. I mean. It may not pan out to be much, but it could pan out to be a big-time, you know, move that maybe went under the radar. So, you know, keep an eye on that move, honestly. And then another one, getting George Hill. The Bucks didn't really have any backup point guard play um in the playoffs, which is surprising that it didn't really come back to bite them too much. Uh, Jeff Teague was that for them. And Jeff Teague just wasn't really playing good basketball this past year. Uh, he's definitely past his prime. Um, George Hill. He's also past his peak, but I think he's a very serviceable backup point guard, a vet, and I think he's very reliable. Um, the fact that they were able to pick him up was very good. And then getting Grayson Allen in the sign-in trade, or no, I'm sorry, it was just a trade. It was a trade. Um, I forget who they traded away, but... They traded Sam Merrill. Yeah, so Sam Merrill didn't even really play for them, you know, last season, especially in the playoffs. I don't really remember him touching the court too much. And you get back a guy in Grayson Allen who is a knockdown three-point shooter, a very knockdown three-point shooter, going to have a lot of open looks, and I think he's, you know, turning into a very quality role player in the league. Don't really know why the Grizzlies made that trade, but for the Bucks, I think that's a very good move that they made. And that's really the main signings that they had or trades that they did in the offseason. That's the main additions. You lose Brent Forbes. He didn't really play too much in the playoffs. He had some big games early on, but when it got to, like, you know, closer to the finals and in the NBA finals, he didn't really touch the floor as much. And I think they did a good job replacing him with Grayson Allen, who I think is an upgrade in a way. I think he can be, you know, a little bit better on the defensive side than Brent Forbes maybe was and provide some of that knockdown three-point shooting. Uh, We mentioned the P.J. Tucker loss. I think that's going to be something that they have to make up by committee. It's good that they're getting Dante DiVincenzo back. That's like another addition basically because he was out the majority of that playoff run. And that was a big time, you know, loss for them. It's good that they had guys that were able to step up and play well, but getting him back is going to be another big help. Just makes you a lot deeper as a team. And you still have you still have top top, top tier guys. You still have Giannis who arguably is one of if not the best player in the world like he's up there he's in that discussion for being the best player in the world um argue in the comments i, I don't really want to get into that but he's definitely one of the best in the world uh finals MVP, 2 so some mvp his accolades speak for himself um speak for themselves my bad but i just i think the bucks are going to be in another position to win to you know compete for a championship and it's going to be tough the east got a lot better um the nets are supposed to be healthy this year and James Harden said that's a scary sight a, a, you know healthy Nets is going to be a scary sight for the league and I believe that but I believe the Bucks, they're going to have a lot of confidence because they're coming off of a championship I think they're going to be playing a lot more free maybe because I think there was a decent amount of pressure for this group to win a championship for you know Giannis to prove that he is one of the best in the world for Chris Middleton to prove that he's you know capable of being a closer on a championship team Drew Holiday um, he was basically thrown into the spotlight after not really getting a lot of attention before this season. And then, you know, he was on the big stage in his first year in Milwaukee. So I think a lot of pressure is going to be off this team. And I think they're going to be playing a lot more freely in the regular season and hopefully in the playoffs, too. And I think it's going to be another great year for the Bucks. I mean, that's pretty, pretty evident. Um, I'm ex- I want to see, like, you know, some players make improvements, though. Like, I want to see. You know, Giannis just, you know, get back to, I don't know, MVP, MVP-mo Giannis. I would really love to see that. I want to see him, you know, play like he knows that he can't be messed with on the court. Because that's how he was playing in the postseason. He was playing like, you know, nobody can mess with me on the court. And I like that. I like that, you know, I like that attitude that Giannis had. I want to see guys like Dante DiVincenzo take a jump. I would love to see him take a jump. <laughs> And I just want to see guys that they brought in, obviously, produce. I would love to see that for this team. I think, you know, like I said, I think the East is really right now, even though the conference is a lot more competitive than what it was, you know, when you just look back a couple of years ago when the East was very just, you know, you knew who was going to go to the finals. Um, I think it's a lot more competitive now, but I think the top two teams that should have a say in who's going to go to the NBA finals are going to be the, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. And, you know, I think some other teams, depending on what happens with Ben Simmons, I mean, that still is a big domino that has to fall. Um, we don't know what other teams like the Bulls are going to look like. Um, we're assuming they're going to be a playoff team, but you don't really know. A lot of people love their offseason. A lot of people don't like it. Um, maybe the Celtics take a step forward. Maybe they stay where they're at. Um, maybe the Indiana Pacers get a lot better, you know, just you know by being healthy this season. The Atlanta Hawks, you know, they were playing with house money last season. They're another team that plays so freely. The Knicks. And I'm probably missing some teams. There's a lot of good teams in the Eastern Conference. But I think the bucks they won their championship last year. And they have a chance to defend their crown this season. I'm excited to see what they did. Um, I think as, as far as the offseason goes, I, don't, I wouldn't consider an L. I think they did a good job of trying to replace the pieces that they lost. They got better in some places. They got worse in some places. But I think still... Very well-rounded team and a team that is going to be ready to compete for a championship next season. So that's the what's next for the Milwaukee Bucks. Be sure to tune in next time because I might be talking about your favorite team.